Expresso Prime, a podcast all about primes, short enough to listen to while you enjoy your cup of coffee. Hello, hello. Welcome to a new episode of Expresso Crime. Today's Sunday scaries are about crime connections from prison form friendships to Ashton Kutcher's date being murdered, a real housewife's husband being babysat by a future serial killer, and so many more. Reporter is skinandme.com. You can use code BB9TKKLU for 85% off your skin and me order. If you love it, continue for the regular price of $24.99 or cancel in the click of a button. The daily doser lasts one month. It's made for your skincare goals and customized right down to your name on the bottle. Literally, your name is right on the bottle. I am currently using it to help me reach my skincare goals and I have been loving it. The active prescription based ingredients are such a game changer. Thank you to Skin and Me for the code to share. This is an affiliate link, so I do receive a small commission. Thank you for your support through the links and listening. That, once again, for 85% off is BB9TKKLU at skinandme.com. Let's get right into the list. We're going to start things off at the ADX prison in Colorado. That is one of the world's most secure prisons. It was mentioned on episode 114, the world's most notorious prisons. Anyway, the Oklahoma City bomber, the Unabomber, and the World Trade Center bomber are all housed in this prison, and the three of them became friends. I'm going to assume that bombs might have been the icebreaker there. Second on the list, this is another prison friendship. It was with William Bonin, Lawrence Bittaker, Randy Kraft, and Douglas Clark. The four would play bridge together. Of the four, Randy Kraft and Douglas Clark are still alive. So a little bit of a background on this friendship here and who they are. William Bonin was a serial killer and twice paroled sex offender who committed the rape, torture, and murder of a minimum of 21 young men and boys in a series of killings in Southern California from May 1979 to June 1980. Lawrence Bittaker was a serial killer and rapist who committed the kidnapping, rape, torture, and murder of five teenage girls in Southern California over a five-month period in 1979. Randy Kraft is a serial killer and rapist who committed the rape, torture, and murder of a minimum of 16 young men and boys between 1972 and 1983, the majority of whom he did kill in California. Kraft is also believed to have committed the rape and murder of up to 51 other young men and boys. Douglas Clark is a serial killer and necrophile, so he and his accomplice, Carol Mary Bundy, they were responsible for the deaths of at least seven individuals, although they are considered suspects in the deaths of several other women and young girls. Clark was charged with six murders in L.A. and was convicted in 1983. What a group. Number three on the list takes us to the UK. Rose West and Myra Hindley were two of Britain's most notorious serial killers. They met in prison, they became friends, and even romantic. But it ended about as quickly as it started as Rose West said Myra Hindley was very manipulative. So what landed these two in prison in the first place? So Rose West is an English serial killer, as I said. So she and her husband, friend West, they tortured and murdered at least nine young women between 1973 and 1987 she also murdered her eight-year-old stepdaughter in 1971 ian brady and myra hinley they killed five children between the ages of 10 and 17 from 1963 to 1965 this case actually resurfaced in the media not too long ago as the remains of the 
fifth victim have never been found, but a skull was located when someone was searching not long ago, so it kind of just resurfaced everything. Number four on the list, Diane Downs and Randall Woodfield. So they wrote to each other for a while. Who are they? Why are we interested? Diane Downs murdered her daughter and attempted to murder her other two children near Springfield, Oregon in May 1983. Following the crime, she made claims to police that a man had attempted to carjack her and had shot the children. She was convicted in 1984 and sentenced to life in prison plus 50 years. She briefly escaped in 1987, but she was quickly recaptured. Randy Woodfield, who she was writing to, is a serial killer, serial rapist, kidnapper, robber, and burglar. He was also called the I-5 killer as his crimes were committed along the Interstate 5 running through Washington, Oregon, and California. Before his capture, he was suspected of multiple sexual assaults and murder. He was convicted in only one murder, but he has been linked to a total of 18 and is suspected of having killed a... Number five on the list is Rodney L. Also known as the dating game killer, and he studied film under Roman Polanski at NYU. So, Rodney Alcala, he was a serial killer and sex offender. He was sentenced to death for five murders committed between 1977 and 1979 and received an additional sentence of 25 years to life after pleading guilty to two homicides that committed in New York in 1971 and 1977. While he has been conclusively linked to eight murders, the true number of victims remains unknown and could be much higher. Authorities believe the actual number to be as high as 130. So like, wow. So he died of natural causes while on death row in 2021. Roman Polanski was married to Sharon Tate and was killed in the house they shared. Roman was arrested in 2009 while trying to enter Switzerland for his 1978 U.S. arrest warrant. Just a really weird connection there. We are halfway through the list and we are going to continue on with the Hollywood note. Number six, Richard Ramirez and Sean Penn. So Richard Ramirez was in jail at the same time as actor Sean Penn. This was back in 1987. Sean Penn recently said that after about a month of seeing each other around, Ramirez asked for his autograph through a deputy. Then Penn said that Ramirez wrote in a letter to him, hey Sean, stay tough and hit the again Richard Ramirez 666. Penn wrote back, you know Richard, it's impossible to be incarcerated and not feel a certain kinship with your fellow inmates. Well Richard, I've done the impossible. I feel absolutely no kinship with you and I hope gas descends upon you before sanity does, you know? So Sean Penn was in jail for reckless driving and punching an extra on set. Richard Ramirez, on the other hand, was a serial killer and sex offender whose crime spree took place in California between June 1984 and August 1985. He was convicted and sentenced to death in 1989. In 2013, he died while waiting on execution. Just another really weird crime connection there. Then Ashton Kutcher's date is murdered. This is not clickbait. This needs a timeline, however. So we're taking it back to 1993. Trisha Pesekio, she's the older sister of a friend of Michael Gargligo. She was stabbed to death in the middle of the night outside her home. The only clue to the identity of her attacker was DNA from her fingernail that initially turned up no match. However, Michael moved states following this, and I need you to remember that name while we go through this. 
So we're going to fast forward to February 2001. That's when Ashton Kutcher was meant to go on a date with Ashley Ellerin. He went to her place to pick her up. He knocked on her door. He tried to open it. He even looked in a window when she didn't answer. That's when he saw what he assumed was red wine spilled on the floor. He left. Not long later, Ashley Ellerin was found stabbed to death in her home. Oh, by the way, her neighbor at the time, I'm going to give you one guess. Yeah, if you guess Michael, you're right. While the police were investigating her death, they had received a call from Chicago police where Michael was before moving to L.A. They were hoping that the LAPD would be able to get DNA samples from him. While the police were able to get his DNA, it wasn't enough to charge him because it wasn't clear whether the DNA was under or on top of her fingernails, which, which meant it could have been picked up by the brush of a hand or something like that, right? Fast forward to 2005. Maria Bruno told friends that she was being followed by some weird guy who eventually got bold enough to follow her into her apartment before she caught him and he bolted. Later that night, she was killed in a very similar way to the two other girls mentioned. In 2007, Michael moved into the same apartment complex as Michelle Murphy, and a year later, she was stabbed in her sleep. She managed to fight her attacker off. The attacker also cut himself before fleeing. This left a literal and metaphorical bloody trail right to Michael. Michael was arrested two months after this attack in a drugstore parking lot. His trial began in 2019. It took a really long time to get to trial because he was firing lawyers, etc. So Ashton Kutcher did testify then in the trial and the Hollywood Ripper, also known as Michael, was sentenced to death for the later two murders and likely tried for the first murder. What is also interesting about this is he was sentenced to death and now California doesn't have the death penalty. So that is just kind of interesting. But I just thought like for a crime connection, that is just wild. Like Ashton Kutcher of all people. Okay, number eight, Kelsey Grammer was 20 years old when his 18-year-old sister Karen was murdered by spree killer Freddie Glenn, along with his accomplice Michael Corbett. So Glenn was found guilty of murdering three people in 1975. Glenn and Corbett were responsible for up to five deaths in and around Colorado Springs in Colorado. And again, just really interesting, that celebrity connection. Number nine, Travis Holman. So that is the husband of Real Housewives of Dallas, Stephanie Holman. So Travis was babysat as a child by Randy Woodfield. Randy Woodfield was the 428th draft pick in 1974, selected by the Green Bay Packers. But let's be real, football is not why we're talking about him. So Randy Woodfield's span of crimes was from 1980 to 1981. He was arrested and was convicted of one murder, though he was linked to 18 murders and suspected in 44. Number 10, Rosalind Carter. So that is the former first lady of the U.S. and wife of Jimmy Carter. She met and shook hands with John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy was very involved in local politics. During this time, though, he was also a literal serial killer. It's such a sinister layer added when the killer is unknown. 
John Wayne Gacy was a serial killer and sex offender who raped, tortured, and murdered at least 33 young men and boys in Norwood Park Township in Illinois. Wow, what a list. That was just like a really crazy one. I know we kind of went super like Hollywood famous towards the end there, but I just find it so interesting and I hope you did too. Thank you as always for listening and I will see you next Sunday for more Sunday Scaries by Expresso Crime and that is going to kick off season five and I'm so excited to show you what season five will be. So I'll see you then. Bye for now.